Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor story jumpers welcome to another episode of your favorite storytelling podcast are you ready to hear a great story of course that's why you're a story jumper written in the style of dr seuss trusty tried and true is an adventure bursting with colorful imagery to fill your imagination and stir your creativity You'll meet Trusty the Train's friends, Brawny, Smarty, and Beauty, and learn to be more like Trusty, our hero, who is so eager to help others. At least, Trusty is willing to give it a try. Enjoy this reading of Trusty Tried and True by Dr. Mark Hamby. One morning a big train was chugging along, with workers and helpers all singing a song. Hooray! they all cheered as they went on their way. The children will see their surprises today. The first car was filled with bright juicy fruit, oranges and mangoes and red apples too. Another was piled with vegetables high, tomatoes, potatoes right up to the sky. Blankets of color and clothes every size were spilling all over. Oh, what a surprise! But the favorite of all was bursting with toys, that would bring some great fun for the girls and the boys. Board games and puzzles and soft teddy bears, clowns that were wound to jump in the air, dozers and tractors and bright fire trucks, their buckets and ladders went clinkety-clunk. Books full of wonder and stories of hope, thin, funny monkeys all climbing a rope, a music car filled with trumpets and drums, a jack-in-the-box that stuck out his thumb, the funniest car, it looked like a boat, What a strange sight to see, for the boat couldn't float. The very last one was a car that had wings, with small wooden planes that could nosedive and zing. The helpers were glad as they went on their way. Hooray, they all shouted. Hooray for the day. Then, without warning, they heard a loud crack. The big engine stopped right in its track. Oh, no, they all moaned while smoke billowed high. Oh, please, who will help us? Oh, please, who will try? Just then, Big Brawny, the strongest of all, came charging along with his might in his hall. He saw the conductor waving his flags this way and that way with zigs and with zags. Big Brawny, please help us get out of this pinch. Our train is now broken and can't move an inch. Brawny spoke in a huff, I can see your distress. I have no time to help you get out of this mess. I've a contest today and can't waste my muscle. I'm sorry to say I must leave in a hustle. With a big belch of smoke, Brawny billowed away. Who could we find on this mountain so high? Is there someone to help us who's willing to try? Far in the distance with smoke in the air, Smarty was coming. No need to despair. If anyone knew the way out of a fix, it was Smarty the proud with his big bag of tricks. Oh, Smarty, please help us to get out of this pinch. Our train is now broken and can't move an inch. I'm sorry, said Smarty. It would not be wise. For me to deliver your great big surprise? To pull such a load without thinking it through? Might strain my poor brain. Then what would I do? The great gust of smoke 
Smarty sputtered away. Discouraged and sad, they cried and they prayed. Is there someone to help us who's willing to stay? Seen from afar, curled smoke in the air, the most beautiful engine strolled in with great care. She charms with her beauty. She brings us new hope. Now surely she'll help us glide over the slope. Oh, beauty, please help us get out of this pinch. Our train is now broken and can't move an inch. I'm sorry, can't help you. Today's a bad day. My washing and waxing's just minutes away. I'm powdered and pampered. You won't find a dent. You'd never believe how much money I've spent. With a pink puff of smoke, beauty glistened away. Now there was no one. They looked far and wide. Is there someone to help us who'll hitch us a ride? Soon they detected the hint of a cloud. They heard a faint sound, but it wasn't too loud. Chuggity chug came the sound round the bend. It's trusty, they shouted. It's trusty, our friend. Seeing the flags waving this way and that, he slowed down and smiled with the tip of his hat. Oh, trusty, please help us get out of this pinch. Our train is now broken and can't move an inch. How can I help you? I see that you're stuck. The fact that I'm here is surely not luck. This morning, while I was completing a task, I stopped for a moment to pray and to ask, Dear God, make me useful to someone today. If a friend is in need, then send me their way. It's God who has brought me to answer your cry. I'm here at your service and willing to try. It's a mighty big load, and I'm not very strong. Let's pray for God's help and work with a song. He sang, I'm trusty, I'm tried, and I'm true. I'll try, and I'll try, and I'll try till I do. And quick as a whistle, he started to pull with a roar of his engine and steam set on full. Slowly but surely, he moved up the track with a long line of cars from the front to the back. And with one great big puff, the train reached the peak. They were all so excited, no one could speak. Hooray, they all cheered as they went on their way. The children will see their surprises today. Yes, Trusty was willing, and though he was small, he came to the rescue and worked harder than all. Though Brawny and Smarty and Beauty, all three, were stronger and smarter and finer than he, Trusty's the hero, he gave it his best. He looked out for others, then God did the rest. Thank you, dear Trusty, the children all cried. And Trusty was glad, he was glad that he tried. With a great burst of smoke as the children did play, Trusty winked and he smiled and then sped away. Be kind to one another. Ephesians 4, 32. Well, story jumpers, it was a good thing Trusty came along to help deliver the trainload of gifts and toys to the children. I've got a special gift for you. Our friend, Dr. Mark Hamby, is here to tell us more about Trusty and what it takes to tell a great story. Hey, Dr. Mark. Hey, great great uh, being here. I'm so thankful. I'm really glad that you're here with us, and I'm glad that we got to meet Trusty. What a fun friend he could be for a lot of the story jumpers. Well, I'm really excited to share about Trusty. Um, Trusty came as a result of one day I was uh, at a coffee shop, and I saw a picture of a train, and it just got me thinking, like, this could be a really cool children's story about a train, not just any kind of train, but a train that loves to help people, but learns all kinds of lessons himself. Um, and at that time, Andrew, you won't believe this, but at that time, there was something really serious going on in the world. There were children, thousands of children over across the sea in a country called Iraq. 
and the children were being displaced. They were they having to leave their homes and they were living in refugee camps. And I remember that people were asking, like, do we have any toys um, and books that we could send the children that were there? And as I saw this train on the shelf of this coffee shop, I started thinking, like, maybe we can invent this trusty, trusty the train to go and deliver all kinds of toys and foods and clothes to the children that were refugees. Wow. What a cool inspiration for a fun story. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah. So I also learned that your wife illustrated and authored a few of these stories. Is that right? Yeah. Well, that is a big controversy. You want me to share it? Yeah, please. Tell me okay. more. Okay. So my wife, Debbie, she's an amazing writer. Okay. Now she's the main writer. She's also an artist. But my daughter, Jennifer, Jennifer is also an amazing artist. And so Jennifer actually illustrated this book. So my daughter illustrated the book. I think she was like 16 years old when she did it. It's pretty amazing, isn't it, these illustrations? And all the toys that are in there are toys that she grew up with. Oh, cool. Yeah, so isn't like it? Her own memories trapped in the yeah. story. Absolutely. Like that little spring, she remembers that. That's right on the front cover. That little spring person shows up throughout all the pages and uh, the jack-in-the-box and the, and the shooting ladders and all the different games are all a part of her childhood memories. Oh, man, and, that's really special. And the people in the book are people that used to go to our church. And so they're all there. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> yeah, really cool. That is cool. Do you have to take everybody with you when Trusty has a book signing? <laughs> that would be fun, wouldn't it? But one of the things that took place when we were writing this book is that I was really excited because it was my very first children's book and an illustrated children's book. And I was also doing it as part of my doctoral dissertation. Uh, my professor said, Mark, your assignment is to write a children's illustrated book. And I was like, no, I can't do this. But that was my assignment. And so I, I did it and I really loved it. But then I gave it to my wife, Debbie, to edit so that she could smooth out the rhyming and everything. And, uh, you know, she gave it back to me and then I smoothed out my parts and then I gave it back to her and she smoothed it out again. And, uh, you know, we both put a lot of work into it. And so when it finally got published, my daughter did all the artwork, which I absolutely love. And then uh, on the front cover, it says this, Trusty, Tried, and True, written by Mark Hamby. And then underneath it, it says, really written by Debbie Hamby. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, Andrew, you won't believe this, but I didn't know that they did this. Oh. That's even better. <laughs> so so what, they didn't know how I was going to react to this when I saw that my book, the first book I ever authored, was actually going to be stolen from me and my wife was going to put her name on it. Oh, my gosh. So so they, we had the book published and Jennifer switched the front cover without me knowing it and saying, <laughs> written by Mark Hamby, really written by Debbie Hamby. And so when we got it in, I saw that and everyone was watching my facial expressions to see how I was going to react. How do you think I reacted? Mm, it could go two ways. <laughs> yep. I laughed so hard. Oh, I almost great. cried. It was so funny. <laughs> you know, and I thought, you know what? This is the greatest way to start start a, you know, a new illustration, illustrated uh, series at Lamplighter because really <laughs> Debbie did so much to it that she helped me. And ever since then, my wife has written all the rest of the 12 trustees, you know, so it kind of gave her a head start to move forward with it. Wow. Yeah, there are currently 12 stories in the Trusty collection. So what other adventures does Trusty go on? What are some things that he'll learn? 
Yeah, it's great. So we have Trusty and Bully Blair. So when um, when we found out how many kids were getting picked on in school, we decided to do a whole series with Trusty and the Bully. That's a really good one. Then we thought, what other, what else do children, you know, what do they um, uh, deal with in their lives? And one was Trusty and Ingrid Fipster dealing with lion, mm. lion. And then there was another one, Trusty faces his fear. We're gonna hear, listen to that one a little bit later. That's a really good one. Then trust, Trusty. Um, gets off track, kids that disobey and, you know, start to go off. And then another one dealing with envy and jealousy, trusty turns green. Oh, you know, so there's all kinds of trusty and all the different um, emotions and um, situations in life that they children will go through to learn the most valuable lesson at all. And that is to learn to trust in God and to humble themselves so that God can lift them up. Oh, that's awesome. So let me ask a couple of questions about trusty, tried and true. Sure. When the engine broke down, which was tragic, because, of course, now the, the gifts aren't going to get to the kids. They're yeah. going to be sad. And why? Why didn't Brawny, Smarty and Beauty do more to help deliver the surprises? Well, that's just it. You know, Brawny, Smarty and Beauty, they're so full of themselves that they don't really care about helping other people. And so, you know, we wanted to show this story about it's not so how smart you are it's not how strong you are and it's not how pretty you are it's how much of a servant you are you know and trusty i like i like what trusty says in here if i could just just read this one little section here it says uh trusty says how can i help you i see that you're stuck the fact that i'm here is surely not luck this morning while i was completing a task i stopped for a moment to pray and to ask dear god make me useful to someone today if a friend is in need, then send me their way. Mm. You know what? Trusty just wants to be available. Yeah. Well, he saved the day for sure. And it got me to thinking, have you ever faced a difficult task you were sure you could tackle on your own, but then it failed to get done? Oh, all the time. Um, in fact, this story really is, is really about my own personal journey too. You know, it's just learning to... You know, see something that is insurmountable, something that I can't do on my own and realize that um, with God's help, you can do all things. You know, be strong and courageous. Do not fear. Um, the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. You know, and so yes. that, that is important for me as an adult and it's important for little children. Um, everyone's going through all kinds of fears, especially in our culture today. It's all kinds of fears that children have to face. And uh, one of the most important lessons is that if we're if we make ourselves available by asking God, Lord, I'm here to serve you. Allow me to be used however you want me to be used. And God will always open that door. It mm -hmm. might be something simple like, you know, helping mom do the dishes or, you know, and without without mom asking you to do it or taking out the garbage without mom and dad asking you to do it. So. All of a sudden, what happens when we make ourselves available to God, God opens our eyes to the things that need to be done, and no one has to ask us to do it. We start seeing the things that need to be done, and we're there to help. Yes, excellent, excellent. Now, the trusty collection, it's just part of the whole Lamplighter library of books and audio dramas. Mm -hmm. Can you tell the story jumpers more about Lamplighter Ministries? Yeah, we're so excited about producing stories and creating stories. Um, it's but once been said that um, whoever tells the stories controls the culture, you know, and uh, we're not trying to control the culture, but we're trying to change the culture for God. We're not trying to protest 
or, you know, go against people, you know, doing, doing all kinds of, um, oh, what do they, what do they do against stores these days? They, um, they protest and they boycott. We're, we're, that's not our calling. Our calling is to do something good, to produce something better so that children are attracted to light because light is always bigger than the darkness. And we want to do something that's better than what Hollywood can produce and what better, that's better than, you know, um, video games can produce. And when you produce something that's good, something that's really attractive and compelling, especially creative stories, then children will be drawn to that and they'll start learning the lessons that God has for them. For example, you know, we found these rare books from the 16th, 17th, 1800s. Whoa, that's hundreds, hundreds of years ago. Yeah, like 200 years old books, you know, and the first one was The Basket of Flowers. And when I read that, I was crying because I knew that I wasn't like the father in this story and I wanted to be like him. You know, the father teaches his little daughter, Mary, Mary, see in these lilies, my child, the symbol of innocence. Its leaves are of whiteness, which advise that of the richest satin and equals that of the driven snow. Happy is the daughter whose heart is also pure, for it's the pure in heart who shall see God. And at that moment, Mary is, the guards burst in and they began to whip Mary because the day before when Mary brought the, Roses and lilies to the queen. The queen's ring was missing and Mary's getting blamed for it. And the penalty's death. And, and her father, you know, the judge says, if you just admit that you stole it, we'll let you off. And Mary's father looks at her and says, no, my child, it's better to die for the truth than to live for a lie. Andrew, when I read that, I burst out crying because I knew that I would have told my daughter to lie. Because mm. it's not worth dying for. Mm. I the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was teaching his daughter that Mary, the truth is the truth is worth dying. The truth is more important than than wow. the, the 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 pillow that you sleep on tonight. It's got to be the pillow of a clean conscience. Yeah. You know, so mm. so we started finding these books. You know, Teddy's Button. Wow, boy and girl that hate each other, and they learn that you don't win the battle with hate. You win the battle with love, and your greatest enemy is yourself. Picture this. Okay, kids that are listening, you've got you've got uh, Teddy and Nancy on one side of the bridge. And Teddy wears this button that his father had on his coat in the war. And uh, they're both enemies. They're like, they hate each other. And uh, and she calls him button boy. And, and Teddy is telling all the kids, you know, my father went through the enemy's line and brought back the flag to England. He was shot seven times and pierced through with the sword three times. And he he died just as he gave the, the flag to the to the captain. And, uh, and my father was a war hero. And Teddy's telling the story in front of all the kids. And tell it again, Teddy, tell it again. You know, and, and all of a sudden, Nancy, who's the admiral's daughter, she's standing in the back. She's new. And she's listening to the story. And she goes, that story's not true. And you're a big, fat liar. And Teddy's like, all the kids are like, punch Ooh. her in the nose. Teddy, punch her in the nose, you know. <laughs> and Teddy's like, I don't punch girls, but she'll be my enemy for life. Oh, so, man. So that day, the two of them are standing across this bridge, and they got to get across. And there's only room for one person at a time. And Teddy goes, stand back. I was here first. And Nancy goes, no, you stand back. Girls are first. And Teddy goes, my father's a war hero. And she goes, well, my father's the admiral in the Queen's Navy. And the two of them yell out, charge! <laughs> the bridge together. They end up in the water. You know, and, and Nancy had these muffins that she was supposed to deliver in, in Teddy's Clothes are all wet, and Teddy, Teddy's just laughing about it. But Nancy's so upset. Well, anyways, Teddy, Teddy's in church, and, and Nancy's sitting right behind him. And Teddy turns and glances at Nancy, and Nancy sticks out her tongue at him. <laughs> and, 
and he kind of yells out, oh, I hate you, you know, in the middle of the whole sermon, you know. Oh, and, boy. And, uh, and so on the way out, the pastor says, Teddy, I'd like to see you for tea at 2 o'clock. And he mm-hmm. says, well, I'm very sorry, sir. I don't drink tea anymore. <laughs> the pastor goes, well, I'll see you at tea anyways. You come here at 2 o'clock. So Teddy goes there, and, and the pastor says, I see that um, you want to fight the enemy. He goes, yes, sir. Where is she? He goes, well, I just happen to have your most frightening enemy right here in the back room. Would you like to see him? He goes, well, I don't know, sir. Do you think I could beat him? He goes, well, if you fight with the right weapon, I think you could beat him. So the pastor takes him in the back. He blindfolds him. He says, Teddy, I am going to count to 10 backwards, and I'm going to take your blindfold off. And when you see your enemy, you are going to be facing the most frightening enemy of your life. Are you ready? Counts 10 down, three, two, one. Takes the blindfold off, and Teddy opens his eyes real quick, and there he's standing in front of a full-length mirror. He goes, oh, that's just me. He goes, that's right, son. Your greatest enemy is yourself. Hmm. You're going to be fighting against you for the rest of your life, but in order to win the battle, you fight others with love. Hmm. And Teddy goes, well, I don't know how to do that, sir. He goes, that's because you're on the enemy's side. You're fighting for the enemy. He goes, well, how do I fight on the king's side? He goes, well, there just happens to be a king, but it's not the king of England. It's the king of kings, Teddy. And he gave his life for you. And the only way that you can come and fight for him with love, and his banner over you is love, Teddy. He carries the flag of love. He doesn't fight with weapons. He fights with his flag of love. And Teddy goes, well, how do, what do I have to do? And he says, Teddy, you have to go and tell that king. You get on your knees and you go tell that king. You find a nice quiet place that you've been fighting for the enemy all this time because that's what's in your heart, Teddy. And you go tell him that you're sorry and that you want to enlist in his army and you want to fight others with love. And he goes, okay. So Teddy goes and does this and he actually gets saved, you know, and he runs back to the pastor's house, knocks on the door. The pastor opens the door and there's Teddy saluting, reporting for duty, sir. (laughs) And he goes, a new recruit, I see. And so he goes, well, your first assignment is Nancy. You go win her with love. It's, an, it's the best children's story I've ever come across in my life. It has led more children to Jesus than mm. any story I've ever known. Andrew, God has given us 250 stories just like it. Wow. We're wow. So, so, and yeah. so you at Lampletter have taken those amazing stories, locked yep. in time, you've found them again, and you have worked them into, uh, into you have printed them again. We, we rewrite them, making rewrite, sure that yeah. biblical, theological, you know, doctrine is 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 conservative. It's accurate. It deals with salvation. Because a lot of those authors back then, you know, they had more of a good work salvation sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, and we take out all the bad stuff like smoking and drinking. You know, there's a lot of that in there that was it was acceptable during that time period. So we just make sure that the you know the stories are you know when a parent reads a lamp when a child reads a lamplighter book, we want parents to know you can trust it. You know, awesome. and they're they're filled with the scripture throughout, but in a way that's not so didactic. It's the story does the teaching itself. Yes, yes, I love that. You know? That's very cool. So, also, do you think that story jumpers uh, and their families would enjoy Lamplighter Theater? Ooh, now that's another level. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, what we did, what we done with these two hundred fifty stories, we've got thirty three of them done so far, uh-huh. and each one is so expensive. They cost around; they can cost anywhere from two hundred thousand to a half a million dollars to do just one. 
You know, so it's crazy. You know, we we decided if we're going to take these stories that are from the 16, 17, 1800s and we're going to um, adapt them into an audio drama, you know, we're talking about music, sound effects, professional actors. Andrew, ready for this? Professional actors from so far, Star Wars, Downton Abbey, Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia, you name it. We're finding the best actors in the world to act out these stories. And so who, that we, is cool. we actually had Jiminy Cricket, the guy who did Jiminy Cricket for Disney. We had him on there at one time. Wow. And then, he died, then he died. Oh. We've had Tim Conway. He died as well. No way. Yeah, we've had some amazing actors. I go for the very best. John Reese davies of Lord of the Rings. Wow. Star Wars, uh, one of the one of the maids from Downton Abbey. Whoever's got the best voice is going to be on this best voice and best heart that they can convey the truth of Scripture in their character. So, so here's what we did: we um, we started adapting the stories, and uh, I, I realized now this is very important for your listeners that anything that they watch is is, is potentially now not documentaries but movies, video games are extremely dangerous. Um, they affect the left side of the brain in a very serious way. Left side of the brain is where your your value center is. It's where you discern between good and evil. Uh, the left side of the brain is what happens when you read something, you vicariously experience it, so your imagination takes off. That's why it's so important to read. But also God said that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I'm thinking like, so back then, they didn't read it. They listened to it. Mm. Well, Moses Ezra, Nehemiah, they read the word of God out loud and the people heard it. And so there's also this vicarious um, um, opportunity for children to experience um, the, the, the places, you know, the geography, the meaning, all mm-hmm. within the framework of listening. And so I thought, wow. Nice. One of the books I read, only 5% of the entire North American continent reads nonfiction or anything of value, basically. It was a study done by President Bush. And I thought, whoa, we have a ministry that's devoted to publishing books and only 5% of the entire North American continent are reading. And I thought, whoa, you know, people can read, but they don't. Mm. They're not, they're not, uh, what's the word for a person that can't read? Um, they're not illiterate. Not illiterate. They're illiterate. Mm. They can read, but they won't they choose read. not to. Right. Yeah. And the reason for it, um, Neil Postman wrote a book in the 1980s called, um, Amusing ourselves to death. Now, mm. Andrew, I'm going to give you a test. You ready? Yes. Now, nine out of ten people get this wrong, so don't feel bad. Okay. And don't you love tests? <laughs> I'm cringing. Yeah. So, I'm, like a million people are probably going to listen to this podcast, and so they're going to know that you got this wrong. They're right. right. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. So, the word "amuse." I'm going to give you multiple choice. Does the word "amuse" mean? Drum roll, please. Does it mean? Entertainment, that's A. Or B, does it mean lovely? Or C, does it mean enjoyable? Or D, does it mean, um, I don't know, um, not thinking? Which one of those, A, B, C, or D, does the word amuse mean? I'm going to say... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. we got to get the music. Dun, 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 dun. Whatever they do on Jeopardy. Right. Dun, Okay, go for it. I'm going to say B, lovely, because the muse was the one that would uh, draw the attention of the sailors, right? The sirens, the muse. You're close, you're close, but nope, nope. You went too far to the right. Ah. The word muse means to think and to to ponder. 
So amuse would be not think. Not to think. Wow. That's what people are doing today. They're not thinking. They're not thinking because they're watching so much stuff. It clicks their right brain on, which is the pleasure center. It's your artistic center. And what what happens when you're watching something is it it actually shuts your value system and your discernment system off, and it um, it increases the endorphins that are going entering into your brain into your body that literally, literally causes addictions. And uh, people are no longer thinking that what they're thinking is they're allowing the thoughts of a director and writer mm-hmm. from Hollywood to all of a sudden become their thoughts. Yes. Yeah. They lose their own imagination. And so mm. we decided to take these books and put them into audio dramas. We we literally go all all out. We got a new one coming out. King Jack is coming out in two weeks. It's amazing. It's amazing. So families can listen to these stories. Children will now have heroes and heroines that they can follow and know that suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character and character produces hope because Hope never disappoints us because God's love is shed abroad in our hearts. And there you got that love. Love conquers everything. Love love never fails. Wow. Thanks, Dr. Mark. I am so glad that you stopped by to share, you know, trusty with us and talk with us more about Lamplighter Ministries. Would you please come back and share another story with us sometime? I would love that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Story Jumpers, stay tuned for a special bonus story, Trusty Faces His Fear. Trusty is ready and willing to help his papa move a huge boulder that's blocking the way. But as darkness looms, he realizes he's not as brave as he thought. Papa Engineer said to Trusty one day, A big, massive boulder is blocking the way. It's right on the track, but the trains can't get through. I need someone to help clear the way now. Will you? Of course I will help you, Papa! Trusty cried. I'm strong and courageous. I'll push it aside. Let's hurry along now. The day is far spent. Darkness may come as we make our ascent. I'm strong and courageous! He shouted again as he sped by a fox peeking out from the den. Up the mountain they climbed near the tippity-top. They were reaching so high that he wanted to stop. I'm strong and courageous. The words stumbled out as he spotted a cougar just sneaking about. Then into the moonlight and over the ridge, in the dark of the night, Trusty came to the bridge. He sputtered and spouted and trembled with fear. It's dark and it's scary, he said with a tear. I'll always be with you. Don't ever forget. Papa made a vow as his eyes trusty met. I'll show you the way. I have just what you need. So look straight ahead and follow my lead. Trusty faces his fear. A powerful story of courage that will impact children's lives for years to come. And for more of your favorite trusty adventures, you want to catch a ride with Trusty Tried and True. Then test out your wings with Trusty Tries to Fly. And if you've ever been pushed around, you'll want to learn how Trusty meets Bully Blair. If you're stuck in the rut of lying, you'll learn how to speak the truth in Trusty and Ingrid Fibster. And if you've ever had a bad day when everything's going downhill, 
you'll be encouraged in Trusty Gets Off Track. Discover fun, faith-building stories in every Trusty adventure. Call 1-888-A-GOSPEL or go to lamplighter.net. Parents, you'll love Trusty and share in his adventures of rhythm and rhyme. Honesty, obedience, kindness, and contentment are some of the traits Trusty learns about. With fun-filled illustrations, these stories will capture your imagination as well as your heart. There are 10 fun stories in the entire Trusty collection. For over 30 years, Dr. Mark Hamby has been bringing redemptive hope to people who are willing to take off the mask and open their hearts to the life-changing power of the Word of God. If you have heard Mark speak, you know that he loves to tell stories, but not just any kind of story, stories that disarm defenses, melt away bitterness, and lift the soul to the riches of God's redeeming truths. Fun fact. Dr. Mark Hamby married his childhood sweetheart and eventually purchased the elementary school building that both he and his wife attended when they were children. Learn more about Lamplighter Ministries and their entire library of dramatized audiobooks when you visit their website, lamplighter.net.